0: And the Election Central 77 WABC, where New York comes to
1: talk. Well, the situation with migrants in New York City and across America is exploding. In New York City, for example, there are 206 shelters right now. 206. Some of them as big as intending to have more than seven. 1,000 migrants at some point. That's Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn. But there's a whole bunch of other ones that are also popping up in Staten Island and beyond. The price tab, who's paying for it? We are. Uh And so far, no end in sight. There's been some big legal wrangling that's taken place, especially on Staten Island today, because a judge at first issued a stay because there are a lot of people protesting out there outside of a school, it's an old school, but it's next to a grammar school. The judge said, okay, we're going to stop putting the migrants in. And then another legal wrangling happened. The city basically tried to get that change. They won. So it looks like the migrants are now allowed to go back in. So New York is losing, but it looks like uh, New York City leaders or New York leaders, some of them, are winning. I mean, this is a mess, but not all of them, because believe me, so many people are courageously speaking out, including our next guest, Congresswoman Nicole Malliotakis of New York. Um Congresswoman, we're so happy to have you here. Give us the very latest.
0: Hey, hey Rita. Thanks for having me on. So, I mean, today was a crazy day on Staten Island and, of course, across New York City. But In Staten Island in particular, you know, we've had a massive protest the other night because the mayor's choosing to take a school that is supposed to be opening as a uh, a, a thousand classroom school to alleviate some of the overcrowding. Uh, He took that school and instead decided to now make it a shelter to house citizens of other countries that have crossed into our country through the southern border illegally. And so there was a lot of outrage and frustration by the community. This is right in the middle of a very residential neighborhood, is next door to, as you said, another school. And uh, it created a lot of outrage that the mayor is insisting on doing this and misinterpreting the right to shelter law that New York City has, which was intended for New York City residents, not citizens of other countries. No, so we went to court. We sued last night. Uh, myself and all the other Staten Island Republican elected officials were plaintiffs. We had a judge today who, by the way, was a Democrat appointed judge. This judge was a uh, an individual who ruled in our favor. He said that there would be a restraining order and a vacate order. So as uh, the migrants were showing up, they were forced to leave. Of course, our mayor goes to the appellate. He decides to appeal this decision. Um, and it was a Hockel appointed judge in Brooklyn. that that overturned the decision. And so that's what happened on Staten Island today. And unfortunately, uh, we we have to continue to fight. This we will be in court next week on September 7th. Uh, But for now, unfortunately, the city has the upper hand here. Um, But look, the the bottom line here is, if if the mayor has to understand, if he's seeing what's happening on Staten Island, seeing what happened in Floyd-Bennett Field, he's starting to see Democrats, people of his own party uh, who are elected office turning against what he's doing and saying enough is enough. We have to stop taking away public spaces, whether it's parks, whether it's schools like this, whether it's assisted living facility that uh, was recently turned over as well, uh, that our seniors desperately need in our community. Uh, This needs to end. We cannot afford it. It's unsustainable. It's just uh, something that Needs to stop. The mayor has the power of doing it by basically saying the righteous shelter was intended for citizens of America, New Yorkers that are homeless, and he has to put more pressure on the president uh, to secure the border and Chuck Schumer to pass our border security bill that would end this all right now. You know, you bring
1: up Chuck Schumer, and I keep thinking about Chuck Schumer. I'm also thinking, of course, about Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, here are two New Yorkers, and they see that New York is busting at the seams, Congresswoman Malia Takis. Are you surprised that we really haven't heard anything from either of them?
0: No, it's, it's totally outrageous that Senator Gillibrand, Schumer, Hakeem Jeffries, Greg Meeks, all of them, Uh, In fact, I'm the only federal representative uh, that has a district in New York City wholly contained that has actually spoken out on this issue and said we have to stop this madness. Nobody else is doing it. Uh, They ignore the problem. Uh, But not only do they ignore the problem, and it's very frustrating for us in the House because we passed legislation that would reinstate the policies of the previous administration. No other administration, Republican or Democrat. We've seen this type of crisis. It is only under Joe Biden with his executive orders that we have seen this. Okay, Um, but, you know, the frustration is that the Senate won't pass our legislation. And what do we hear from our governor? Well, Governor Hochul yesterday sent out a letter to Joe Biden, which was very frustrating to, I think, many of us in in the House uh, because she's simply demanding more federal funding. To continue this madness, she wants more federal funding to open more shelters. She wants more federal property to open more encampments. She wants federal funding to give free metro cards to these individuals when you just raised the tolls and the fares on New Yorkers. Okay, you're trying to jam congestion pricing, a $23 tax down our throats. And you're going to give, because the MTA needs so much money, yet you're going to give free metro cards to people who just entered our country. Um, But in addition to that, this is the most probably appalling, she actually wants them to cut the line to receive Section 8 vouchers. Now, my office has received calls from people that have been a years-long waiting list.
1: Yeah, Explain what that is, by the way.
0: Explain what that is for our audience. Well, Look, it's, it's a subsidized voucher to help people with housing, but it's the most vulnerable, right? So we have veterans that need support. You have domestic violence victims. You have many vulnerable New Yorkers that need uh, that uh, subsidy for housing, and here's Governor Hochul writing to the president saying that they should get, they should get, the people that just entered our country, never paid taxes, never worked in this country, never contributed, should be the ones to receive Section 8 vouchers while so many citizens are waiting for years to obtain that benefit. This is the it's lunacy, Rita. It's absolutely insane that how much the mayor, the governor, the president are bending over backwards to do things for citizens, for, for doing things for citizens of other countries that they're not doing for their own citizens right here in New York. My God, if we had the same urgency to put together housing for our developmentally disabled communities, right, where we have parents that are telling us. We need housing. We need group homes for the developmentally disabled. So when we die, someone's there to take care of, you know, they can live in a group setting where they can work together and and be in part of a community. Uh, People, domestic violence victims, veterans, right, that are homeless. If they had the same urgency to house those people, Think about how great New York could be, but instead, you know, it's only in this type of situation where we have people coming into our country illegally, all of a sudden it's an emergency and they need to take away all these public spaces from New Yorkers.
1: Yeah, and it's where does it end? Um, The other thing, too, as I understand it, Congresswoman Nicole Malliotakis, is also in the letter that Kathy Hochul, the governor, wrote to uh, President Biden. She also said, hey, can you expedite? Uh, work permits for these people too like i how is any of these things that you just mentioned in the section 8 housing it makes my blood boil because i agree with you it should go to our american citizens who desperately need it first and for these migrants to cut the line and get all these other free things but how are any of these things disincentivizing migrants from coming to new york if anything this just says please we want more i, I mean where does it end
0: You know what, you're absolutely right, and you've brought up a really important point that New Yorkers need to be aware of what's going on. We actually have another lawsuit, okay, which would stop a law that Bill de Blasio and the city council put in place that would allow non-citizens to vote in our municipal elections. Now, by non-citizen, their definition is people who are here legally, right, so if you have a green card, or people who have work authorization, after residing in New York City for 30 days. So what does that mean? If Kathy Hochul, and Mayor Ho- Mayor uh, Adams, get their uh, request of allowing work authorization, which, which look, by the way, most people might support work authorization because at least then they're working and supporting themselves as opposed to, it's still an issue because they're cutting the line while we have so many immigrants that are waiting and doing the right thing and trying against this country. But The bottom line here is if they do get that work authorization with this law still out there in court, right, we're fighting this thing in court, um, they would be eligible to vote in municipal elections because they've been residing here for 30 days. The work authorization gives them that ability to register to vote. And so myself and the same group of elected officials from Staten Island, uh, we are suing on that front. We won that first round to stop that non-citizen voting law from taking effect. But it has been appealed, again, by Mayor Adams, and we are still in court waiting for the appellate decision. So these are the things that are happening. Unfortunately, we are resorting to legal action because we cannot get any cooperation from the, the power is that be, meaning Mayor Adams, Governor Hochul, President Biden, and Chuck Schumer, we don't know what the hell he is. It would be great if he just did something. If you don't like our border security bill, pass your own bill. Let's reconcile the differences, but do something. We need you to do something. As you see, New York City is in total chaos. It is in total chaos, and,
1: and these individuals are not vetted. Uh, for health, for criminal uh, backgrounds, also school year starting. I was seeing the Department of Education trying to figure out how they're going to get 20,000 migrant kids is what the estimate is in in New York schools. I mean, it is a mess. You just hit a really um, amazing point, uh, uh, Nicole Maliotakis, what you just said about the 30 days that's in place that maybe, you know, maybe this is sort of part of it. A lot of people are not realizing, but this expediting to work if they push this, that it almost automatically makes them eligible to vote in municipal elections, as are the local elections in New York. And you wonder, is that going to sort of serve as a template? Because I hate to say it, many people all along thought that was sort of the plan, is bring people in, get them to vote. I've always considered voting a privilege, to be a citizen a privilege. Um, this is, that's an interesting loophole. That's That is a stunning point that you just made.
0: Yeah, look, it it, it is important, and I don't think many people know about it, and they, they haven't been because we've been in court battling this since Bill de Blasio and the city council passed it. But Eric Adams has done us no favors because when we won in court, he was the mayor, and he appealed the decision. And so they are trying to jam through this provision that it would allow non-citizens to vote, and we know that it is a state, you're right, it is a sacred Privilege of being an American citizen. I think that we can still prevail in court in both cases. We're going to con- continue to forge ahead. I've also introduced legislation in Washington to 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 prohibit federal parks from being used as encampments. So that would mean Floyd Bennett Field and any other facility, including Fort Worth, Wadsworth, on Staten Island, which has been floated around. Um, we need to do everything we can. As I said, use every legal and legislative angle. To stop what is going on because we are not getting cooperation. But the most important thing is next year there is an election and we need people to, again, we have the opportunity to rid ourselves of Joe Biden and his open border policies and all the other stuff that he's been jamming down our throats. Um, but this is important because we almost won the governorship of New York, which would have been a total game changer. A year ago, a year ago this week, Lee Zeldin and I were standing at the Port Authority bus terminal. Saying That this was going to be a disaster for New York. We had to stop it. Then this is going to cripple our communities. No one paid attention. No one gave us any media coverage or anything. And Now look where we are one year later. So elections do matter. I think that's an important point. I think people are starting to recognize that. Um, but the other thing is, this is, you know, we are a compassionate nation. We are a nation of immigrants. We're a nation, a city of immigrants. My parents are immigrants. They chose New York because of its opportunity. But you know what? There's a difference here. There's a difference because people followed the rules. They followed the process. They respected our immigration laws. They waited in line. And then when they came here, they came with nothing and they sacrificed. They worked hard. They worked multiple jobs. Um, And 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 now that's not what's happening. We're seeing individuals coming across into this country who are receiving more benefits than the taxpaying citizens who have worked their whole lives and have built our city and our nation. And that is wrong. Yeah, And that's the difference here.
1: It is. It is a big, big difference. Well, Congresswoman Nicole Malliotakis, we're so glad you could call in on this Friday with an update. This is such an important update. And please keep us posted, and you keep up the great fight. Uh, this is not, to me, a Republican issue or Democratic issue. This is an American issue. This is a New Yorker issue. This is an issue that is affecting every community, especially in New York City. I mean, these migrant shelters are everywhere, and the fact they're near schools, uh, near beaches, I mean, this is an enormous concern, and all Americans uh, need to express their frustration about it. We wish you so much luck, and you are welcome anytime on the show. Thanks so much, Rita. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Uh, the great Congresswoman, Nicole Malliotakis. When we come back, we're going to take your calls, everybody. one 800 And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show.